0: Namaskar dostum swagat hai aapka one mic show mein or aaj hamaare saath eek dilchesp hasti hai, jinka naam hai Mr. Kaju Singh Thakuri okay. he is from Katmandu, Nepal aur aaj wo humare show mein aaye hai aapka kuch anokha batane ke liye so welcome Mr. Kaju how are you feeling today?
1: thank you so much um, it's an amazing to be here so I'm feeling good, amazing I'm glad to be in this uh, show one mic podcast thank you so much I'm looking forward for amazing session with you
0: great so uh, let tell you our listeners, what actually this person or what is the story of this person. So, Mr. Kazu is having a wonderful educational qualification. Apart of that, he is a bodybuilder, he is a workout freak and also he wants to motivate students and kids about how to be fit and mm-hmm. healthy in their life. So, I'll just quickly give you a glimpse of his degrees. Wow, I can cannot read, I need a list of that. (laughs) So, psychological counsellor, clinical weight loss coach, fitness coach and personal trainer, Olympic style to weightlifting, training athlete and MMS and kickboxing. I didn't think so much in your life. So really, hats off to you Mr. Kazu. that, and yes, one more thing, I've been He is also the junior football and futsal coach in Premier International School and working as an CCA coordinator. Yes oh I need to take a little bit of pause <laughs> because the introduction was too long for the listeners so my next question or the first question of the session from you is that what is your motivation Mr. Kazu that which motivates you for uh, waking up every day and uh, motivating people around you because you have done so many things so many wonderful things mm-hmm. please
1: so uh, the best motivation. I would say uh, I get every morning when I wake up and uh, go for the workout, go for the workout session is like uh, the glimpses of my past that I've seen so far because not many coaches and instructors that I had previously had gone through this academic idea of what you know fitness is, what sports is and what nutrition is. By the time I was competing in uh, junior futsal as well as under 16 for ANFA, Nepal's football team. I got injured terribly. I had a bad injury where I had to uh, keep myself away from the physical fitness for at least eight to nine months. I had torn my ligament muscle for my right ankle as well as dislocated my shoulder as well as broken my collarbone at the same time. Oh my God. It, it was uh, an injury that kept me back. So the biggest motivation after that it kicked me because I had always been an athletic kid since. I don't remember when, well. yes. I had always been an athletic kid, my dad's background is sports, my brother's background is sports, wow. but after going through that injury and looking okay. myself in the mirror, I was a big ton of a truck that I looked in front <laughs> of the mirror. I was I weighed around 98 kgs right after the injuries, okay. I was uh, around 60 kgs that time. After 60 kgs, I whooped up to 98 kgs, I had the shagging body that yeah. I never wanted and I once I looked in front of the mirror and I thought about this is not someone I wanted to be this okay. is not an athletic kid I was and not an athletic teenager I was yes. not an athletic person I was so I had to start with things that I always wanted started with the degrees I started implementing those in my in myself and amazing wonders happened after since wow
0: hats off so I just one line after listening to your story like it was really motivating and I hope listeners who are listening to this over different places across the world they also might be thinking right now that how a person can live up from the failures and can understand from challenges so uh, I'll just uh, conclude on this and ask the next question uh-huh. that we actually as a human we get 24 hours in our whole day in our account right? Yes. So how you are managing so many things because I can see like as you are a fitness coach and you a personal trainer you're also working in a school and uh, Simultaneously, also maintaining you, it needs require your personal yes, it does, as well. Yes. So, how you're devoting your time? Because listeners
1: might be interested about that. So, working as a full-time, uh, you know, teacher, or or as an AC coordinator is a big thing, yes. because it compiles my nine hours of overall, overall yeah. nine hours of the day. So, rest of the, let's not go into the full-time job because it completely shatters my nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> let's move towards the side of the daily other tasks that I do and. Uh, the time management that I to keep Correct. in order to keep myself fit, in order to look up to my clients, and in order to you know uh, top notch my recovery as well wow. because it is needed. Yes. So uh, I have this plan and program that I usually do whenever I'm you know I don't get enough time and I don't get enough you know proper workout schedule in order to keep myself fit. So it's a three day split workout program that I usually do. It's usually a full body day split program Mm -hmm. that we can uncover in our next series because if we go on to that workout program it gets big fast. So it's a 3 day split program where I do a full body program and I have rest day recoveries during that time. And rest of the clients Mm -hmm. I tackle with them, half of them are online and half of them I have to physically be present with them. In, In the gym as well as in their home. So they have a home space workout place where I have to go and instruct them. So I'm basically I'm a clinical weight loss coach come fitness coach as well where I'm pursuing further for olympic style weightlifting certification too so that I train with APF weightlifting armed police force of Nepal wow. uh, we train at rangasala we used to train at rangasala uh, approximately uh, 2 months back uh, from 9 am to 11 pm okay. 11 am sorry and it was a big, you know, round of merry-go-round situation then because Olympic style weightlifting was new to me a few years back. Okay. But after I got into it, it's it's very addictive. The amount of weight that we have to push, the adrenaline rush that we see, the weight, you know, and this is something that I have to push yeah. further. It's so, amazing.
0: So... <laughs> I'll just uh, interrupt in this. I, I can understand that my listeners are very interested about knowing more about this. Yeah. Uh, because in front of me right now, the person who's sitting is uh, actually a bodybuilder, and I, I can't believe that a person uh, doing so many things in one day mm-hmm. and s- dividing the whole week. So, the next question, like, uh, to understand more about you, from like, what is the uh, like. Uh, uh, how was your childhood, and how you thought of uh, like becoming a bodybuilder, and also like a, a something which is like never seen by people like as a common mm. thing, is, uh, because we come from like as a family, people are always interested that their kids goes in different ba- background which are relevant for the common man, like engineering, doctor, or yeah. advocate, or any professional thing. But nowadays, when a, in this contemporary world when how you are feeling and what motivation you want to give for people who are actually achieving to become a bodybuilder or a fitness coach mm-hmm. and simultaneously like you all-rounder like as a teacher and coordinator <laughs> yes. so so um, what is the uh, mantra for that
1: the mantra for that is keep going keep pushing yourself at the end of the day there is nobody that will stop you there is nobody that will stop telling you do not go and get that goal but at the end of the day it's you you have to get up you have to push yourself uh, simultaneously towards the goal that you need but at the end of the day you'll have obstacles you'll have situations in life we technically call it a situationship these days so we'll have we have that certain situations in life that comes around as an obstacle in life that stops of uh, stops us from you know uh, achieving certain goals Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day the mantra is like I said keep pushing keep going the childhood I had was uh, significantly you know so so Uh, not much into not my parents were into sports I won't tell they were not into sports but the field in (coughs) Nepal with the idea of sports is pretty delusional Oh. Uh, giving an example, uh, yes. just an example of a neighboring country, yes. India itself. Yes. Yeah. One of the finest prominent countries, they are moving forward into sports as well. Yes. They are developing sports in such a way that you know international and national platforms have been an amazing victory for them. However, in context of Nepal, it's completely different. Our athletes do not get paid enough, mm-hmm. you know, our athletes do not have sponsorships, our athletes do not have brands oh. in order to promote them. And the worst part scenario is, we don't even have enough competitions to give an exposure to ourselves. So an athlete who trains, you know, who, who has competitions to face and whose living uh, expectation is only competitions, we don't have enough that in Nepal. So, as an idea, as a kid, while I was growing up, my dad was a shaft champion. He was oh. a karate player athlete. He was into sports committee in Rangasala as well. He was the vice president. Okay. My uncles were in sports as well. But looking at uh, the, you know, career outcome of it, it was not good. Mm-hmm. It was completely uh, different from what, like you said, yes. doctors, engineers, IT professionals, this yes. and that. It was completely different. So while we pushed towards the limit of idea of being a, you know, sports athlete as well as a counsellor, mm-hmm. myself, the idea previously was to be a doctor as well. Oh. <laughs> we wanted to be a doctor as, in a, <laughs> as a kid. But uh, the idea came through later in days that, you know, doctor is not my cup of tea, I'm not good with science So your family
0: was supporting through all these things like when you were like going through this childhood transition They were not, they were like, yeah, fuck this, (laughs) (laughs) do whatever
1: you want to do, (laughs) do whatever you want to do But you you have to succeed in life Yes, yes But the only thing and platform I got was, I did not get any platforms as a childhood As a child, I did not get any platforms, any exposure, not any international trips or national trips. I had to find myself, I had to find the events myself in order to, you know, uh, compete in it. uh, uh, There was this futsal competition that I took part. I actually was uh, the futsal junior, uh, you know, best player in Kathmandu as well. Mm -hmm. I got selected in Anfa uh, selections as well. However, my parents did not like the idea of me being a sports athlete and they pulled me back into studies as well, academics too. And my academics degraded after then, you know, I have to push myself towards the idea that I have to, you know, pass this in order to learn what I always wanted to learn. And I did my e-labels. Mm-hmm. After that, I did my diplomas into clinical weight loss coaching. certifications. Yeah, so after certifications. that, know that so many yeah. things we have done in your after life. After that, I pushed through in life. The yes. mantra itself, it says, push through, keep pushing, keep and, pushing uh, keep going. Yes. So uh,
0: concluding with this uh, mantra of yours, and maybe the listeners are more interested now, about something else, like about of your, of your profession, your personal life. Mm-hmm. So I'll just give you a brief of highlight, like do you also like uh, give some time uh, to your personal uh, or socializing, how do you socialize with your friends, because you're may- maybe you are like yes. that age, right because you are not having that much age, mm-hmm. you are just in your Twenties, 20s. Yes. So you must be having a group of people like who, are, who will- are willing to socialize with you. Yes. So if a person is going to like, because I have heard that, it might sound cliche because a bodybuilder has also a life yeah. a teacher has also a life yeah. so how you are managing your uh, personal professional life
1: the idea of uh, managing personal life with this uh, you know cliche moments in life <laughs> sports and you know having yes. that jobs, full time job is pretty difficult and it's pretty hectic but you have to figure out a way in such a way that you need to understand what are your priorities for today For me, for an example, we call it in uh, the field of psychology. We call this emotional burnout or emotional exhaustion. If we do a particular thing for a longer period of time Uh without having rest, yeah, we tend to degrade ourselves into that particular thing because we need a break. From everything, no matter what bodybuilder you talk like to, all
0: work in no play makes Jack, jack a dull boy. Exactly, <laughs> That's the thing, exactly.
1: Which is the donkey pushing up for <laughs> <laughs> this hard work? You know, at the end of the day, uh, what we need to understand it. We all need a break. It does not matter if you're the president, mm-hmm. because presidents, <laughs> you know, they're traveling to the world. It does not matter if you're a teacher. It does not matter if you are in an athlete. It does not matter if you're a doctor. We all need yes. a break from our we work. So how I manage it? I have this transition time. Mm-hmm after i go home that is somewhere i leave my home around 6 am in the morning then i go back to my place around 8 8 pm in the evening so 8 pm and 10 pm is the time i sit down i talk to my friends if i have to catch up for dinner i catch up for the dinner that's the time i socialize so it's pretty much a scheduled timing but at the same time i don't like the scheduled timings (laughs) here because me as a person i have to be around all of the places i love doing that But we cannot be everywhere at the same time So I just scheduled my timing in such a way And some days if my clients cancel the session Or if I, you know, if I don't want to you get time out of that Yeah, I get time out of that But full-time job, I don't get a single time for myself
0: (laughs) So coming uh, to my second last question of this whole session And Mm -hmm. because every time like when we talk to a fitness freak Or a Mm bodybuilder or a gym person Like who is going to gym every day some on the other you will see that they are uh, talking about the bal- diet or the yes. balanced diet or need to have taking food on time mm-hmm. or the requirement of their diet, what is required. So don't you have any kind of suggestion for our listener that what should a person have in their 24 days, what kind of meal, what time and how it should be balanced, like what you are following. Uh-huh.
1: Yes, so it actually depends on person to person. So as I myself being a clinical weight loss coach Yes. Uh, there are a lot of quick quick suggestion for the people the quick suggestion would be follow the diet that you enjoy Uh, not uh, the junk food (laughs) and (laughs) not the food that you uh, particularly say oily or greasy food but the foods that you can enjoy while staying under a caloric deficit so the idea of uh, losing weight is caloric deficit idea of gaining weight is calorie surplus but that particular diet I would say follow a meal in a duration of you know a certain time in the day, that matches up to your calories. You don't have to follow keto diet, you don't have to follow OMAD diet, you don't have to follow carnivorous diet, or vegan diet, this diet, that, that whatever the diets that are coming up. Yes. Or even intermittent fasting in order to lose weight. The only thing you have to do is follow a proportional based diet. That is 60% of carbohydrates, 30% of protein and 10% of fats all of these things are essential because all of these things are minerals, vitamins in their particular field of area of, uh, you know, of food yeah. they have these all of the aspects and essential amino acids as well that we apparently need from different protein sources as well as fat sources yes. so at the end of the day I would say follow a proportional based diet that consists of at least 60% of carbohydrates 30% of protein and 10% of fats throughout the day, not in a single sitting throughout okay, the day, okay. yes
0: So that's actually a great idea because many a times there are some kind of rumors coming out uh, And maybe now the rumors are more or less clear from our podcast that you don't need to be like having something or Inserting like injections or chemicals or having some kind of different kind of diet. No, no, you if don't, don't just have to do that. follow what is like good for you and yes. stay hydrated yes. so I hope the listeners have got something out of this my last question of this session will be mm-hmm. uh, that every person has a goal in your life and, and because you are a uh, multitasking and uh, uh-huh. working in different fragments and segments of the society mm-hmm. and also I, I can see in your profile that you are also a social worker you're both yeah. Even a part of working nine hours in a mm-hmm. full-time role as a coordinator and teacher. Mm-hmm. So, what is your uh, goal of five years, and what is your plan? How to develop Nepal as a country in the mm-hmm. field of sports and fitness?
1: So, uh, basically, uh, my five-year goal is to pursue my clinical sports psychology degree. Okay. And after I done, after I do that, my side by side goal is to you know uh, take part in MMA. that is going to come up after few months so is it coming in nepal it is happening in nepal Uh, so the the previous mma fight happened at Gokarna, which eventually i could not take part uh, Uh because of my injury itself i have been injured for past two and a half months because of the same ankle that i talked about the ankle idea was you know i did not have proper idea when i injured myself now knowing that you know the injury prevention is needed, yeah. I want to work on the field of injury prevention as well towards you know the young athletes that we have in the school. Mm-hmm. So um, the idea and basic goal of five years is to get my clinical sports psychology degree, and at the same time promote myself and be a better part of this sports industry, as well as you know all of the fitness uh, you know athletes and all of the you know coming up sports athletes in order to uh, mentor them, give yeah. the best of the best advices and you know give the best of the best platforms as much as possible both international and national stages and for that i'm trying to link up with different organizations different people you know different areas of the aspects where i can you know gather much of the events for our young athletes so more in short over the idea is five years is to grow myself professionally socially as well as academically in order to be sound in this field of sports as well as psychology.
0: Wow that's great and uh, the idea uh, was totally fantastic and I hope all the listeners listening to you will be gaining some different motivation Mm -hmm. that yes how they can jump up into uh, industry of sports and fitness which is so much underdog and underrated by the parents especially as a career. So thank you so much Mr. Kazu, for uh, joining our session today and I am really glad and my team of One Mike is very happy to have you today in the studio hope so we'll meet again soon in our next session so till then i'll thank all my listeners for listening this podcast maybe next time we'll meet with another great personality in the one mic show unfolding mysteries getting inspiration from inspirational people till then bye bye tata thank you so much your host and host (laughs) because i have never been visible to my podcast listeners bye bye thank you